You're listening to Metal Gear Resurrections. On this episode, I'm joined with Tori Cortez, aka Young Neil. This is the one-year anniversary of the podcast, so I wouldn't want to celebrate with anyone else other than Tori. Tori, you're the real one. And as always, our intro and outro is by fingers. Yay! Recording in progress. Got it. All right. So, how'd it go for you? Metal Gear Solid 1. Oh, man. It went. It sure went. Um... Yeah, it was fun. I got to introduce the series to my partner for the first time. Mm -hmm. That was nice. Um, Yeah, I I had that experience where I sucked at it for the first third, maybe quarter. I don't know. Uh, Yeah, and then and then I remembered how to play, and it was all. Oh, I should have said like, oh yeah, back on the podcast is Tori Cortez. Oh yeah, hey, what's up? I forgot to mention that. How you doing, Tori? It me. I'm okay. I'm, I've been sick for a week now, okay. and it's been fun, but I had Metal Gear by my side, so that was nice. nice. How are you? It's been an eventful time. Um, oh, yeah? There's a fire in the kitchen. Oh, and... shit. Like, right now? No, no, no. This is like a couple of days ago, oh. and I ended up like losing the toaster, coffee maker, and air fryer. Rip. So they're all like coming in slowly, well, one by one. So you've had to go back to the Stone Age in terms of pairings in the kitchen, huh? Yeah, without that, or like go to like down the road to like Starbucks or Dunkin' Donuts or also good Seven <laughs> Eleven. Whatever works, right? Yeah. Got yeah. to get that caffeine. You're the you're the one who's pretty frequently posting like Monster Energy uh, variations, right? I used to up until okay. like Sam like ended up like giving me like a. <laughs> Discord intervention. He's like, hey, oh man. no shit. <laughs> He's like, hey man. It's like that's all great and everything, but you're drinking a lot of energy drinks. It's like maybe uh, well. we should tone it down a bit. I mean, everybody's got their vice, right? Yeah, but he wasn't wrong either. It was like when I went off, I ended up like going to like withdrawal, mm. and I was like sweating from the first week. Like, this is horrible. Ooh, that is rough. Yeah, when Liz and I first started dating. We could not stop drinking Full Throttle, which was mm-hmm. an energy drink I forgot about from middle school school era. And yeah, we went hard on it for like several months. So, okay, let's see. For this game, what did you play it on? PS2? I played it on the PS2, yeah. So I have had one of those pretty consistently since I was a kid. And I don't... I thought I would never let it go, but I guess we're about to give it up to his brother. And I just had to play through Metal Gear before then, so here we are. Gotcha. Was it like um, was it like the fat one or the skinny one for the PlayStation 2? The skinny one. Oh, those yeah, I don't. Yeah. Yeah. Are those play- the PlayStation not. 1 game? Oh, okay, I wasn't sure. Yeah, except I was a dummy and hmm. forgot completely that you have to have a, a PS1 memory card in order to save PS1 games. Um, okay. Which makes sense, but yeah. also, t- come on. Can't you use a PlayStation 2 memory card? Like, come on, make it consistent. That's what I'm saying. Um, Did not want to do it. Uh, uh, let's see, I played on the PS3 and to the Legacy Collection, and it actually wants it, it forces you to make a virtual PlayStation 1 memory card, oh, which is odd. Yeah. I was like, oh. Like technology, right? I, I wish you, I had the PS3. I guess you can go so far, but you have to backtrack a little bit for the older ones. Yeah. Well, what are you going to do? I still got to play it, which was difficult to do for a year. So I'll take it any way I can get, really. So how was your experience? Um, mine was like like the movie Apocalypse Now. It was very rough. It was very hot. And I was very sweaty. 
Oh wow! And I wanted that to punch... is an intense gameplay. <laughs> I wanted to punch my mirror out like that. I'm sad to say that I don't. I can't fully appreciate that reference, but I'm sure there's somebody out there who is giggling oh, right man. now. I'm sorry. Tori, do you watch movies? Sometimes. In fact, I was just watching the Mummy. You know, this isn't this isn't the first time. I usually like go through this with uh, with my wife. I'll make a reference to a movie, and she'll just look at me like all bizarre and puzzled, and she's like, "What the hell did you say?" And I, and I was like, "You know, we're only less than a year apart. Where did you watch a movie in your life?" And she's like, "Yeah." Well, I will tell comedies. you, I did get the professional in my. I think you said it was on Netflix, right? I got it yeah. in my list, so I'll still be watching that at some point, and I guess I'm adding this one. I was gonna ask, like, did you watch? The not yet. Not That's yet. Right. I feel like I. Uh, failed on my homework assignment or something. No. Alright, uh, so when was the first time you played this game? Before oh, all this? Oh, maybe I was 10, 11, 12? Okay. Let's see, it came out in 98, but I wasn't introduced to the series until Metal Gear Solid 2, which, what, 2003? One? one? Yeah, I think it was one. That makes sense. So yeah, that sounds about right, because I... I'm pretty sure there was no lag time between MGS2 and MGS1 for me. Oh, okay. That's not bad. Yeah. Did How about you? you? Um, I first played it in 98, and um, I played it because it was the game that, like I said before in a previous episode, the game that me and my mom bonded over. Mm-hmm. I so. love that. still love that story. That's amazing. <laughs> and don't get me wrong, like, she stopped like the beginning, but she actually would come back. I would tell her, like, hey, this part's not that hard. Want to hop on and try yes. to see if you can do it? And she was actually pretty brutal, especially to the part where you have to, like, maneuver through the wolves in the cave. Hell yeah. She, she didn't just go through kicking? She didn't have the patience to pull out her weapons and start shooting. Oh, she straight went ham on them. Yeah. Damn. Like, These dogs are trying to kill me. I was like, man, the wolves. Rip wolves, man. She's that like, is pretty brutal. <laughs> She would go like, bad doggy. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> That's adorable and horrifying at the same time. I actually did, as I do every time, as I do every time. Oh boy, this is going to be fun. Uh, feel quite a bit of remorse anytime I, I had to attack one of the wolves. Of course, I, I stuck to just using my feet and fists. Mm-hmm. So that's rough. But uh, yeah, I was expecting to catch shit from Liz, who was watching me play. But yeah. she, she didn't bat an eye. Just like your mom. You know, just gotta fuck those guys up, I guess, to get through there. Be ruthless. Yeah. Uh, one thing I mm. was wondering about, too, because I was pretty sure I heard tell that you can get one of the dogs to piss on a box. Yeah. And that's a way you can get through in the future, but I could not get that to occur. I think it happens when you're first going uh, with Meryl after the mm-hmm. Mantis fight. Going through the caves, yeah. you're supposed to equip the box, and I guess stay close to her and then they'll eventually come around and pee on you i only did it yeah, once so, so she very vague can like sprint yeah. through there mm-hmm. like she gets there before you even have a chance to right and so i thought maybe i could try while i was progressing through whatever maze they make you go through but one of the adult dogs straight up sees through this ruse mm-hmm. and comes and attacks you so i tried to equip it when i get through to meryl's side thinking maybe the the little pup We'll give you little pissies on your box, but mm. still no. No? It was a bummer. See, I don't remember if it's you have to follow Meryl, or I doubt if like, you hit her and quickly go into the box, they'll pee on you. That seems like straight-up attack mode That's, to me. I don't know. Yeah, I would think like, if you hit Meryl, they would try to like hit you. 
to you. It was, it was such a long time ago when I did that one. And I just did it yeah. because a friend of mine from high school was like, he's like, oh, you know, if you do X, Y, and Z, they'll pee on you and then you can just like go through it with the box. And I was like, oh, I didn't <laughs> see, know that. At that point, what? I was too frustrated from the Mantis fight, which took me God knows how many times to get. Yeah. So I was just, yeah, I was ready to kick dogs at that point. I just needed to get the fuck through there. What was, what was um, stumping you on the Mantis fight? That's a good question. Firstly, mm. I was dumb and didn't make sure I had enough rations before triggering that cutscene after you find Meryl. Yeah. Because then it won't let you go backward. Mm -mm. You're stuck on yeah. that floor. So that was my trouble the first time, was just getting far enough before that one ration ran out. Uh, but then I think the game took pity on me after a while, and it started me out on, like, I'd, I'd stopped playing, and when I came back, it started me out before that, uh, mm. before that cutscene was triggered. And yeah, I was able to go get some more rations, and I don't know, maybe I was just more patient. It really wasn't that hard mm. when I got back to it, which is making me feel more stupid, but I don't know. Uh, I think, too, yeah. I utilized the first person view more okay. and was able to pinpoint his location a little more quickly. I was going to say, like, I think if you destroy statues, they're See, like, yeah, I keep That's the that. hint I was getting. How do you do that? Because um, he wouldn't let me use yeah. a stinger missile. Nikita oh, no. is fucking pointless because that just takes too long. Or am I flipping those around? Doesn't matter. Either way, anything with explosives just blew up in my face before it had a chance to do any damage to him or a statue. I think if you shoot statues... Oh, well. It's like, behind me now, so... Uh, they'll do something where it would be like he wouldn't be able to attack you very well with his capability. Hmm. I'll keep that in mind for... If there will be a future. I have specifically requested to get the game back, even if I don't get the PlayStation 2 back. I'll figure it out in the future. Gotcha. So, so how long, I'm curious, mm -hmm. sorry I keep cutting you off. No, go ahead. How long has it been between this play and your last one? Um, my last one, I finished it this past weekend, and the other one was like maybe two, three weeks ago. No shit. Yeah. You I played had... MGS1 yeah. two or three weeks ago, and then played it again for this episode? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, because I was doing it for two episodes, so I was doing it for the one to cover it for uh... Uh, this month. Which, when I don't think about like um, scheduling all the episodes and everything, it just went by so fast. And I was like, oh crap, I gotta <laughs> squeeze in this game for the month. And I'm like, it'll get there somehow. <laughs> but um, yeah, I was like, I gotta get back into it and play it again because um, I'll forget. I'll forget. As soon as I'm done playing, it empties my mind. Like, yeah, it's gone. That's like, fair. However, I played this game. So, in between the play two or three weeks ago and the mm -hmm. one before that, was it difficult for you to pick things up again? Because that's really what I'm getting at. Like mm -hmm. Every time I start the series over, I feel like each game, there's a learning curve for me again. I would say yes, because every day I'll pop like the Phantom Pain or Ground Zeroes for you know whatever reason, play really quick, in and out. And then going back to like Belgian Solid 1, I'll forget like the control scheme mm -hmm. real quick. And I'm also playing on two different systems. I have like Xbox for the more like recent games mm -hmm. and i have the ps3 for everything else but the four and i'll forget like it doesn't have like analog stick mm -hmm. control and i'll like Which constantly i'll constantly hit the stick and i was like i'm not moving <laughs> what the I hell struggle is this? A bit with that too because also when you mm -hmm. start up the ps2 it never starts with the analog sticks mm -hmm. 
on, uh, for lack of a better word. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, you always have to manually hit that button to turn them on, and so that fucked me mm. up a couple times. But... Yeah. And not to mention, the controls in Metal Gear Solid 1 and just the mechanics in general are so crude compared to the other mm. Like, going from something like Ground Zeroes or Phantom Pain back to S1, that's mm. a bit of culture shock, right? Oh, um... Uh... Thinking like they're pretty consistent with the uh, control schemes for the PlayStation game, but yeah. But you don't get to like crawl around. And no. There's no. There is first person, but you have to hold down triangle and then, plus your fire button, which I think is square, and that's awkward. You gotta yeah. do all sorts of hand acrobatics. With, no, it, thank you. Actually, yeah, you're right. And then what well, else? You can't move in first person. You're just frozen. True. So you think like, yeah. oh, I can move around while walking, you know, yeah. while nope, looking for a person. Yeah. Let's try. Yeah. Especially if you look at a guard, he's not that far away. You know, you I forget know, the distance. I always forget how acutely aware of sounds they are, too. Especially yes. up on the helipad, right? You take two steps in the snow and, what was that noise? Fuck. I was like, can go away. Go yeah. look somewhere else, dude. Seriously, just let me do this mission. Please. Come on. And then going back to this game, I completely forgot like something they mentioned in the game. I don't know if it's in briefing or in the opening cutscene that most of the genome soldiers they've gone through gene therapy mm -hmm. to include like big bosses. Yeah, so that I was like, what? A fun little Easter egg, I guess, or mm -hmm. reminder if you haven't thought about this in a while. All of the nods, big boss. That you know as somebody who's played through the series it's mm. kind of fun to be like oh yeah shit they really brought it up here already so like it kind of makes sense when like liquid is like you know you're killing all your brothers like <laughs> not really brothers but but then yeah kind of you are in a yeah way. but we I don't mean, have any qualms with killing brothers do we no no and i think um i went i just like let loose the second gameplay i didn't bother like being really sneaky i was like I had so you were enough. just a running gun kind of player at that point huh pretty much um, especially in the beginning where I'm like getting used to the controls again and using analogs, the, not the, uh, the D-pad. Oh, fuck. I'm trying to like run around. And yes, you said the guards hear all the footsteps, especially when you walk on water puddles. Mm -hmm. And I like ended up like killing most of the guards by like snapping their necks. Hell yeah, you did. And then, but mostly it was like half accident because I would forget like I would just smash like square like constant crazy. And then it didn't help that I didn't have a PS3 controller. I had mm. to get a PS4 controller because I broke my PS3 controller. Oh, bummer. And I was just, I mean, it's good. It's okay. You can't go to the main menu. You have to shut up the entire system when you play a game. Which, oh, that's annoying. Because the buttons are, two buttons are different. Like, whatever they use for PS4 or the PlayStation button is really different for the PS3. Like, the mapping of it. Mm -hmm, I'm trying to get old tech true. to, like, learn new tech. That's very true. Man, things are just breaking over there in your household, huh? Um, yeah, I mean, the PS3 controller is <laughs> like my fault. I, because I was playing Mario Solid 4, and I got really pissed. Just, uh oh. Because those controllers are so, so flimsy. It's like, I just like yeah, Sure, Johnny, <laughs> sure like, they are. <laughs> you hulked out, it's okay. Oh, yeah, I'm notorious for like throwing my controller at the wall. As long as it's not at your TV, right? No, no, I learned, I learned that the hard way, like when I was like 15. Ouch. Did you have? At least TVs weren't shit at that point. Nah, yeah. <laughs> Did you have any trouble with any boss fights? Oh, yeah. Other I than mean, Mantis? Um, surprisingly, I got through that first bit with Ocelot pretty smoothly. And then that was the tank fight with Raven, kind of. Yeah. That was fine. And then, then it wouldn't be Mantis. Oh, no, the Cyborg Ninja. 
That one gave me some yeah. trouble because once again, I just wasn't thinking, uh, wasn't using the chaff grenades mm -hmm. immediately. And then at the last little bit of the fight, you know, the section where he's just like really bugging out and he'll send out uh, like a pulse yeah. of energy or whatever. I kept getting too close to him thinking, hey, now's a good time to attack with my feet and fists, mm -hmm. which is wrong. So I adjusted and eventually took care of it with no problem. Yeah, all the problems I had with boss fights were just remembering the patterns and how mm. to actually beat them. I was like, is it of you? Oh, yeah. Super pro I had super, when I say super, I mean really hard time fighting Revolver Ocelot. Oh, really? Um, <laughs> it took me like eight tries. Uh, the, well, the first three, I was like, I was goofing off like really hard. Okay. I was trying to like throw grenades at him, but it oh, would cancel. It would cancel the fight. That's fights. a risky move. It would, yeah, because everything blows up in the room. Sure does. And then the second time, I was like, oh, I'm gonna go try to like grab him and punch him, but you never can. You can't yeah, get he's to it. He's so wily sneaky. Little bastard. Uh, so one of the funniest parts of that fight for me was having Liz in the room and her just getting so fucking tired of Kenneth Baker going, ah, ah. <laughs> and it's like in the same tone every time he does it too. So you can imagine just like, if I had to do that fight over, it would have mm -hmm. been 10 times worse but for whatever three, five minutes span that fight would be. And just, ah, ah, ah. It's very annoying. But then I did die a lot throughout the rest of the game, mm. so that gave her a chance to be really irritated with the whole snake, snake. Yeah, <laughs> it was annoying. She like, she was every time she would hear, she'd be like, "Oh, so you're done?" <laughs> oh, like, that's what you know. Like it's continue, continue, but not the exit. But um, um, the whole Ocelot fight, like, did you guys find it hilarious? Like how he's like masturbating to his gun. Um. I don't think either of us made much mind to that. Yeah. Although I will tell you, I'm really excited to get to Snake Eater for a thousand reasons, which Liz is already tired of hearing. But mm -hmm. speaking of masturbatory like fascination mm -hmm. with his guns, I think that is prime ocelot like skeeviness. So ask me again if and when we talk about that. Yeah, because you're going through two right now, right? Yes. yes. Okay, so are you going through the whole library? For sure, if I can. Okay. I don't have access to the Metal Gear or Metal Gear 2 games anymore. And yeah. I'm gonna have to find some way to get Metal Gear Solid 4. I might just to push on through the frustration of emulating. Gotcha, yeah, because um, I was hoping all this news stuff, they were gonna like, kind of bring everything out onto all digital platforms. So. That would be nice. So far, nothing. <clears throat> um, yeah, because I was gonna ask you, like, if you're willing, do you, like, speak on other experiences in the video game? Always. I could talk mm. about these games until I have no more breath. And then probably some more. What was the boss battle that gave you the most grief, Johnny? I'm going to say Liquid. It was Liquid because it was absolutely annoying how he like charges up to go after you and then his yeah. combination. And then if you fall, you die. It takes so much time off, too, if you fall yeah. and hang there because he snake okay now listen mm. i know it's like a physical to hang off of the edge of metal gear that which doesn't have any like There's hard no edges. edges to grab onto probably yeah but listen snake if you could hurry the fuck up get back up there we've got precious time counting down oh, anyway every, yeah yeah I was gonna say, everything takes time, everything takes time off the way he like if you get knocked down the way you get up it just yeah. eats all the time up meanwhile if you deliver a nice punch kick combo to liquid he just splashes for a second it's rude yeah. Yeah, who's like, I'm back, I'm ready. Mm. Fuck you. Yeah, Bro. I had to do that one 
five or six times. I was probably being generous. Mm -hmm. I, I did it quite a few times. Do you try any, like, I know Doris and everything, like, oh, the Boba's gap to try that. The what now? Okay, um, probably, like, probably, like, I would, like, to YouTube it. Um, someone figured out, like, going up, like, this, when you're, like, running up the stairwell, escaping from all the guards, like, controlling the, the, what is it? Yes. Communication tower? Mm-hmm. Um, someone figured out, like, you hold, I think, chapter as you're getting shot through one of the doors, you would skip, like, that entire section and be on the bridge. Onto that. So you, you basically, like, skip a chunk of the game. I would love to I skip mean, that game. Or that were, game, that part of the game. Because you, I die in that one a lot. Yeah, I was going to say, like, if you're not, like, looking... Because if you've already played it and you're not looking for the story, that'd be perfect. Like, yeah, I'm just going like, to edge off some time here and quickly, like, run through this. It'd be so great. Yeah, I had to try a few different tactics there where I first tried to take care of all the people running up after mm. me, which doesn't work so well, or it didn't for me. So then I ignored them completely and just tried to go of who was ahead of me, but then they would get me while I was trying to take care of the guy in front of me, which slowed mm. me down more, and then more of them collect behind me. And I would also often mistime the throwing of a grenade and mm. accidentally blow myself up. Yeah. yeah, that whole stairwell is just a big old bag of dick. I, there's probably a better way to put that, but yeah, it was not fun. Yeah, I know you can like run and shoot at the same time, but I'm not coordinated enough for I'm that. I'm saying, man. Got a hot, so I use the analog stick. Yeah. Had frustrates no. me to no end. So holding down, well, no, I guess triangle would. What do you hold down to run and shoot at the same time? I think it's square next. Yes. No. That'll be good. I think you're right, though. I've, I'm pretty sure you can run and shoot at the same time. I've seen it done. Probably done it once. Myself. That would have been handy. Um, did you check out the briefing room? The briefing information? I don't think called the briefing, but like the briefing. Like it's right what? in the beginning, where you kind of see like the the beginning, beginning where it's Solid Snake. He's like naked. He's being interrogated. Kind of get introduction. Did I miss that scene? Do you have to do anything special to trigger that? Cause no, no I don't think I saw it. It's on the it's on the main menu. You would go. I think it was like what is it like new game, new game, then probably like yeah. briefing and options. I guess I never knew that you had to select that in order mm. to see that, or forgot convenient. Cause no, I didn't see it. Before. It also like tells you like back information where you get introduced to like Naomi and like. True. Well, I think it's really just Campbell and Naomi. If you actually see snake season face to face in the interrogation room. Yeah, because that's too when you learn that he has blonde and long hair, right? He matches it with even more of that. Yeah, is it blonde? Because everyone... I, I think so, yeah. I think he they mm. make a big deal out of him. Or not a big deal, but I think you, after seeing that, you realize that he's cut and dyed his hair. Yeah, because, I don't know, because the community is like, it's blonde, it's not blonde. It starts becoming like that dress from the community. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. And so I just go by like where the consensus is. Like that kind of makes sense because they would say, "Hey, you got your hair because you look like a guy." Right. The leader. Yeah, they told Ryden he couldn't have the same code name, so why wouldn't they get a makeover? But wouldn't that make much? Wouldn't that make more sense? Like keep the hair to confuse everybody. So you can confuse everyone. Like don't sure. talk because you know your brother has an English accent and you don't. I mean, yeah. If Master Miller could pull off his fucking disguise. Did anyone? Was anyone? Was um? Was were you guys? No, I'm not sure. Because you played the game before. True, but I did have Liz with me throughout mm -hmm. the entirety of this, so we can pretend her perspective is mine. That is the yeah, first I, was time gonna, I was trying to think like, no, for for Liz, was she like shocked or like like what? Like Master Miller is not Master Miller. It's liquid. She had an idea. She's pretty quick. She's a smart yeah. cookie. 
So yeah, she basically when the reveal happened, she was like, I thought there was something off about this guy. She immediately suspected, which is annoying to me, but very astute. <laughs> I mean, when you go back and you look at the voices, you're like, wait a minute. It's true. I thought that was the first Should thing she was going to say. Right? But I guess the English accent masked it enough. Yeah, he really didn't talk much. He just like a couple of lines here and there. Plus, I didn't really call him at all. Mm. Maybe once. Other than that, really, the only time she heard him was the first time he's entered and then again when it's going to Naomi being the frog. Oh yeah, that, that's like also like the fun part about this game was that you can go, you can call these people and they have like almost so much information and conversation you can go through, uh, especially with mailing. Like you keep calling her and you don't save, she'll get pissed at you. Oh, for real? Yeah. I, I don't know how many times you gotta do it, but it's she'll start like questioning, like, why are you calling me? Like, don't you want to <laughs> save? Love the sound of your voice, man. Well, that's interesting too, because of the aforementioned lack of placing one memory card. Mm -hmm. I thought I was gonna play through the whole game without just yeah. the machine on and try and power through it. Um, that didn't last long. But yeah, I was explaining to Liz that without saves, you don't really get to know Mei Ling as a character at all. That's true. Which I think is interesting. And same with Nastasha. I think I called her once or twice. Yeah. She really doesn't give much backstory, does she? Other than on the weapons. Things like yeah. That she really doesn't have much about herself. Respect. Um, and then, then you have like the in-game character of her writing a book about the right. events. That you can like, I think you can read, what is it, Milly Saw 2? I think so, yeah. Yeah. On the like, menu. Whatever special options they have. So. Yeah, I don't. And haven't ever think messed around with just because there's already so much reading and cutscene and dialogue to go through. It's not what I'm no, hearing. There's too much. There's like too much like information they're cramming into your brain. You're like, no, I want to play the game. I don't want to learn. <laughs> See, I've always held that opinion. And then I played Skyrim and was like, oh, oh my god. Oh no. There's just, there's just so much that's like kind of tertiary to mm. the game, but also adds a lot to it. I'll never know. Yeah, no, those are those are my games. Those are my games. I tried, I tried that game. I tried like The Witcher Three. I tried like Cyberpunk, and I'll get into it. I'll go like maybe six hours in, and I'm done. That's like, fair. This world is too much. It's not for me. It's bulky, it's for sure. You almost gotta like, pick and choose what you want the game and that. Otherwise, it's pretty easy to get overwhelmed. Yeah, I have like um, I have like very short patience with the games. It's like yeah. you don't catch me within like the first. Like I said, six hours. I get six hours usually. Oh, wow. Once I'm there. I feel like that's generous, is it? Yeah, because sometimes I've played some games where it's like, they didn't even break six hours for total gameplay. There's some games up there, what, four hours maybe? Yeah. Um, but for this game, this game caught on for me, not because of like the whole like bonding my mom, but like it, it gets it gets you in there, like with the the way it's very cinematic and the characters. It just, I get absorbed and like sucked into that world pretty quick. Even without, even without knowing, like, at my first gameplay, without knowing that this was like, the third game in the series. Yeah, isn't that wild? To yeah. have a game that's, I mean, before this point, it's just any other kind of, I, I won't say shooter, it was mm -hmm. specifically developed not to be that, but it's so one-dimensional before it gets to Metal Gear Solid. And I was quite surprised, pleasantly surprised, mm -hmm. that Liz took to it immediately and i think it's just a credit to every design i made the sound design mm -hmm. design uh the music the backstory and she's not somebody who's into anything like this these kind of games don't interest her but i think how wild the story is is what's kept her in which i'm good about that's awesome 
Because, you know, this game's not easy for anybody to, like, get into it. I had to learn it the hard way, unfortunately. <laughs> I mean, I lost one, but then I gained so I was into it. So I just sit so and watch. Mary Jane's it's, not very into it, huh? No, no. Our, our daughter, Roxanne, is fully into it. Like, even though, like, oh, yeah. she is just, like, she's at a stage where she's absorbing everything in her surroundings. So, I'll definitely not have her see, like, the part where, um... The cyborg ninjas like tearing people apart in the hallway and like you oh, see like the massacre around like, yeah, not that part, but you can see like the other parts like you could watch this man on the floor pee his pants. <laughs> there you go. And that's okay. everybody's favorite bit. How old did you say she was? Um, she is eighteen months. Oh damn, okay. So, so starting out quite early. Oh, yeah. I like that. And she's at the point where she's starting to repeat things. Oh good. So I mean mostly it's been like words that she shouldn't be repeating. Naturally. Like she's learned to like rhyme words that start with suck. Oh, cool. And I'm Very like, uh oh. <laughs> I'm like, we gotta be careful what we say around her. I think that means she's gonna be pretty small. That's the yeah. consensus, right? Yeah, I'm holding like, and if she is, she definitely didn't get it from me. She got it from her mother. Oh, well, I'm sure there's some there from you. Probably there, her, that fact she sit down and be quiet while watching a game or a movie, which is odd for like a toddler. You should be jumping up and down and running all around trying hey, to grab whatever you can. That's a good quality in my book. Yeah, and it's easier for all of us to like code. Perfect. And but, someday she can see the fabled Metal Gear Solid movie. Which we'll probably never. <laughs> no, don't see. Because <laughs> so far it's been nothing. Pre-production maybe? If Maybe. That, yeah. I think just talk. Yeah. I mean, so far you have a director who says he's part of the project, but no one actually says that he is, like confirmed it. Oh no. So I think he's trying to like will it. So it's like, oh yeah, let's give it to him because he's all over it. I mean, I'll, I think I'll be okay with the hope that this is still coming. Because that's something nice to hold on to, right? Because mm. then it gets made and then what do we have to look forward to? Oh, there won't be another game, I think. Mm. I have no idea what they're doing. If only we knew. Oh my. I did hear that Death Stranding mm. 2 is coming. Oh uh, yeah, because of, um, of Norman Reedus. Yeah. Like, blabbed it. I don't, I don't think he gives up really. My like, dude. It's like you tell him, like, don't say this, and he'll just probably like ignore what you said. Like, yeah, whatever. I'm going yeah, out there and say my shit. <laughs> it's like, see, you see that Death Stranding director cut? It's got Ride with Norman uh, yeah. promos in it. Very cool product placement. And I was like, what? Like, that's for a show? It's like, all right, I'll check it out. Cable. Mm -hmm. But I think it's AMC, right? No access to that. But I would catch that. I would watch anything Norman Reedus does, honestly. It's been a while for him, uh, other than like The Walking Dead and like Dead Stranding, like, you know, mainstream, you know. I can't yeah, even remember like what other movies he did, like other than maybe... Boondock Saints. Yeah, like going back then and probably being in Blade 2. Oh, I... Sorry, Johnny, I haven't seen the Blade <laughs> movies either. But at least you saw Boondock Saints. Yeah, a long time ago. I could do with a rewatch of that. Did you know they made a sequel? I did. Was it any good? I didn't watch it yet. Yeah, it's. So I I'm like, eh, I don't know. Like they're back, and the guys are aged. It doesn't seem like a sequel that no. would get people run into theaters forever. As I like, let's see. Back <laughs> get solid. Oops. Or like you know, going around. Well, you know what? I told, I told it, I told these people, I told this on my recording. Like, I'm the most unorganized show you'll ever hear out there in the market. So. Sorry, we're just here to I'm like a roller coaster ride. That's fun. Be unpredictable. Oh uh, yeah, it makes it for makes it for a way to be like chill and relax. I'm into like, it. Yeah, but 
again probably through Liz's mm. eyes because I've been here. Uh, let's see. Oh, I think yeah. Mantis's backstory was one that she found really intriguing. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, just because. I think it's the first one we get to hear from mm. the villain. Is it the only? No, we get to hear Sniper Wolves too. Yeah, but, but his, yeah. I think, was just like dark and kind of it's fucked up enough. Probably like the first story we heard. No one else explains her background and why they're there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's Mantis and then Sniper Wolf and then it would be Ravens, right? Yeah. Other than Liquid. Yeah, which it gets like broken down throughout the whole game, including mm -hmm. code of calls. And afterwards, I'm kind of like, Chilling. Yeah. Oh, the, the only interesting part, like my wife would like bring into it, like for the mantis fight, would be that, like after he's like basically dying, floor, uh, Meryl just goes like, "Oh, gross." <laughs> my wife just like cracked up and laughed. It's like, who the fuck says that to somebody they're dying? I I fucking I'm laugh like, at that every time, man. Meryl Silverberg, that's who. I have some empathy. God. She would like. I'll, I'll be looking at her, but like, if you opened his mask and like saw what you saw, like, what would you say? She, my wife's like, not uh, gross. Yeah, I mean, come on, not everybody can be as hot and polygonal as you, Meryl, with your pointy hair and your or poly polygonal, polygonal, pointy arrow boobs. That's of the time. That's what I was referring to. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> uh. No, I'm glad that you said it. I wasn't gonna, but that was a good way to put it. No, the only thing that my wife noticed of um, Meryl was her butt, just like Solid Snake. She was like, ooh, her yeah. hips move really good. And I was like, oh, I didn't realize that. Come on. You didn't? They make a big no. point of it in the game. So that answers my question, which was going to be when you go and find Meryl, your strategy was obviously not to detect how the guards were walking, huh? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say, like, it took me, like, this recent playthrough to like actually look at the butts mm. to look and see like who moves a certain way. Usually, other times, I think it gets to a point where like you can kind of time it out where mm -hmm. she'll eventually start to venture out and towards the family. Like, like, oh, mm -hmm. that's the person I have to go meet. Yeah, that's Meryl's totally how I took care of it. Uh, I weirdly had to do this section far more times than I'd like to have missed well because I started getting like a, mm -hmm. uh, an action plan put together mm -hmm. where I would wait outside the door to the, whatever that room is, the office room or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I thought at first I could knock on the wall yeah. behind the door, next to the door. Nobody notices, so there's no. So I would go hide in the hall opposite, just against the wall so they wouldn't see me. And the first guard comes out and goes to the men's restroom. Mm -hmm. So, oh great, just go choke them out. Right? And then go back and wait for the next one, which will also be a male guard going to the mail room. And at that point, you're left free to either go in and confront her, I guess, and mm. make her do the or just wait for her to go to the women's room. I did. What? <laughs> this is <clears throat> way earlier, but I did take the time to show Liz how pervy Kojima decided to be in this game in terms of the air vents. Oh, what okay. little quick time scenes you can trigger there uh, which is appreciated always by me yeah i think if you race to go to see meryl in the bathroom i don't know if i'm trying to remember i know you have to like race to get to the bathroom either like as she gets there or you know there's no way you can get there before and she's like in her underwear yeah i was, like, was unable to figure that one out and i even ran in like right after her it's hot on her ass oh, okay but she still disappeared in there so. uh -huh. oh well Nothing missing out. I mean, if you went to the air vent before, yeah, you saw I saw her what in her was there. No biggie. 
But yeah, it's like moments like that where I don't time these things out. My wife is like walking around our Beautiful. condo. But it's moments like that where she somehow makes her way into the room. <laughs> and then she'll be like, what are you playing? I'm That's like, great. it's a video game. And he's like, oh, okay. She's so like, she doesn't have any negative reactions to that? Uh, no. Like, I think good. throughout this whole series, there's only two characters my wife fell in love with. And she's very, like, she has a, she has a type. Oh, let's they're hear both, it. They're both women in the series. Hell yeah. They're both snipers. Out a girl. That's and so up. her 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 love her love in the series is Sniper Wolf and Quiet. Right on. And I was like, interesting. <laughs> the two women with the very revealing cleavages. That is interesting, <laughs> and yet they're alluring and mysterious. I know. And then for a time. And then my wife was like, she'll see Quiet, and she'll be like, you know, she's cute and everything, but she's not my type. And I'm like, why is that? She's like, oh. And she's like, interesting. And I was like, what? As I'm playing the game, like, what did you say? Yeah, she's and like, you yeah. under your breath are like, Shut she's up, like, man. no, no, like, I don't need those things, like, huge, okay? <laughs> I was like, very interesting, very good to know. Good tools on a battlefield full of men, though, I must say. I would say, and then she would usually say, like, I know why these two are very popular. I go true. Then she'll go off and, like, come back, oh my god, Mel Gustav Four was the worst. The Beauty and the Beast uh, core. Oh, I love them. Weirdly, no, because you know were... what? Um, the way they the way they come out of like each of their, I want to say devices, but like each of their like machines that they come out of, mm. they're always like wet, very like somewhat like sickly and erotic looking. Yeah, huh. and then it'll be moments like that. My wife would come in, and she'd be like, "Whoever made this game was very horny and needs oh, to get for laid." Sure. She nailed it on the head. And I was like, "You're probably right. Like uh -huh. there is a horniness level to this game, and it just like amps it up with each." Entry. Or Kojima's wife, right? I want to know more about that backstory. What was going on in his marriage yeah. while he was making? It's like he has a podcast right now with Spotify, and I'm more interested in his wife. Can we ask his wife about the whole series. Yeah, bring and her. Everything that's gone on. Like, I haven't listened to that yet. Have you? I just started, and it's really weird. I mean, it not makes sense. like not bad weird. It's just the fact that he's on it. You can hear him talking in his native language. Mm-hmm. And then simultaneously, there's someone translating. Yeah. So you get like that background of someone speaking Japanese, and then you have like the translator trying to speak over him, the higher level. I wonder I how mean, that would go. It's good. I just feel like it's very overly produced. Mm, that like, makes sense, Kojima. Yeah, because yeah, like, he'll put out like on his feed, like, I'm editing. And then I'm like, are you editing your podcast? Like, are you doing it yourself? Like, I don't oh, know. Oh, boy, yeah. And know. hey, don't we have other projects to be working on, Juma? Come on, let's get after those games. Yeah, hurry up with Death Stranding 2, and then I'm assuming that might be... Oh, wait, there's the Microsoft Cloud game. Is there? Yeah, there's something he's doing with not the, the PC game packs that has Death oh, Stranding right. now. He supposedly has like some kind of cloud game that he's working on, and that's it. That's the only information you hear. There's no mm. like reveal or anything like that. Even with the previous... like. Um, shows that they had and I'm like, either they have like they're really starting from the ground up or it's like after that friend too I can't, I can't see him working like two projects on he doesn't seem like tight yeah I the mean, way he's hands on yeah the, the the amount that goes into all the games he's produced so far mm -hmm. I can't imagine anything else going on would be beneficial to any one of those projects so you probably have a good fit there yeah so I mean episode one I think came up yesterday maybe? yeah i think so and so far i think about something along 
It's like oh, okay. really short. And so far, I'm like halfway in. They talked about like his experience with like uh, Metal Gear, okay, back in the MSX days. So I probably it's I can't think of anything other than talking about his project and probably that he likes. Okay. I just didn't know he's gonna like, jump in and immediately talk about like those kinds of stuff. I thought it was gonna be like a almost like a bio bi- biography podcast, like talk sure. about like him from the beginning or whatever. I wasn't. He expecting... knows what the fans want. Though. Yeah, well, that's probably what it is. Like I'm gonna sprinkle in Metal Gear. And then the next couple episodes will be like, what I like. Like, fuck the movies. That's not a bad way to go about it. Yeah, I'll probably give that a listen from this weekend. Or I'm, I'm curious. I mean, I think we got everybody else. For some odd reason, Spotify, it'll tell you, like, some kind of, like, category on the episode. to say, like, for this one, no share. Oh. I'm like, well, no duh. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. Everyone who, like, either with gaming or knows about him is interested. And they're like, yeah, I'm going to go share this and put it out there have people know that like, this episode's out. I'm kind of surprised it took him this long to get to podcasting land. He's done it before. He's done it with, um, he had like an Amazon, like, well, it's Amazon Audible original. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called like Radioverse. He, Hideo, Hideo Kojima, Radioverse. I think maybe less than two years ago. And then before that, on that one. yeah, well, it's only, it was only in Japanese. Ah, so this is like the first, yeah, like, this is the first one where they even like make it a point, like, you know, this one is going to be worldwide in English, so everyone can understand. So that's, that was pretty much the main thing with Spotify, the Spotify podcast he's doing right now. I'll so, I mean, it's not I'll bad. It. It's definitely it's going to like be a, like it's going to bring up content for people who cover the series, cover the movie. There's yep. more content to talk about because it hasn't been much lately. Yeah, that's smart of him. Honestly, yeah. people are dying for more always. I think, right? At least I would, I would hope so. Say so. From what I'm, from what I like, talk to people online, message them. Um, for Metal Gear, like, there's definitely a lot in the U.S. Uh, like fan base, and then over in Japan, it's like very like super heavy, mm. which I can understand because that's his world, where he's from. I think probably like in the K, not as much, but as the years has gone on, played it, people have seen it. It's starting to grow ever more, mm-hmm. and it just sucks because there's no new games, and yeah. some of your games are like locked into like systems that you can't either you can't yeah. afford or you don't have like the ability to get them yourself. Yeah, that's the most frustrating thing. If there's not going to be anything new put out in this universe, and I mean universe, mm-hmm. not series. Like I would happily, happily. I'm having a hard time talking today. I would happily accept a game that's adjacent to Metal Gear, just kind of. Similar idea, similar structure, whatever the case. Just because I miss, like, uh, discovering the newness of a game along these lines. Which is probably why I'm very hungry for Death Stranding 2. But yeah, put out something new for us. Or make everything available for everyone. Did you finish complete Death Stranding 1? I did, yes. I'm actually in the middle of a second playthrough for, like, months now. I put it down a little while ago, but I'd like to get back to it. Gotcha. Yeah, I just started playing that because I'm always late to everything. Same. Um, because with this game, I was like, I can wait, I can hold off, and it's a good thing I did because game of the trigger. I was like, I was, yeah. I was this close to like buying it already. I was like, I'm gonna do it and pull the trigger and buy it. And then honestly, it's, like, it's best that you did, even yeah. without the director's cut. I think having the hype of the game mm. pressured a lot of people into trying to play it real quickly. And you may have heard from Metal Gear Monday's coverage that. It's not really the way it's meant to be played. It's mm-hmm. one of those that you 
pick it up, log some time, put it down. And the putting it down part is really important because mm. it's kind of monotonous for a lot of it. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I am... I've been really listening to the podcast, and I'm up to where they're finally covering Death Stranding. Mm. And so, yeah, I was thinking, this, is, this game is for long haul, and I'm here to like quickly run through it and finish it as possible. Yeah, I um, would say that's the way to do it. And then, I'll take going back to another solid. <laughs> I think that's what we're talking about. I'm not sure. Totally. <laughs> I, think I think that's why I we think came together game today. I was, like, I was like contacting you about. It's like, we've gone everywhere we've gone. Yeah, sorry. I even knew no, okay. before getting to this recording. What that... happened? Hmm? What'd you say? I was just saying, like, even before coming to the recording, mm-hmm. I was aware that there's only going to be so much meat to chew on for Metal Gear Solid 1. It's a short game. It introduces a lot of stuff that I want to talk about regarding yeah. the other games. But, yeah, I mean... It... Oh, let's go on that. What did you want to talk about? Oh, just so many things. Like, it depends on what comes up. We already talked about mm-hmm. so many other nods to other games regarding, like, for example, the horniness that Kojima puts into his games. Uh, I think Eva is one of my favorite characters in terms of really getting to see that. She's so fucking blatant. It. Oh, hell yeah. What I, I like we- about it is that she really uses it as a tool, too. Mm-hmm. So it's not just horniness for horniness's sake yeah and it's kind of like going to like going into that world like spy world mm-hmm. where you have to use all your you know tools and trait and that includes your sexuality or mm-hmm. man or woman and i just love it like when you first see her she's wearing that kind of like the what i don't know like a biker jumpsuit kind of thing mm-hmm. that's exactly and what i would call as it as soon as she sees you it's like zip <laughs> gotta show you and what what distracts naked snake mm-hmm. and that's boobs can you blame him? No, not really. It can be pretty distracting. It's like let's 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 bypass the fact that she can use a motorcycle as a weapon, which is dope enough in and of itself. She has the the, the expertise and the skill to not kill you with the motorcycle, mind you. That should should kill you. Um, but Snake Snake would just see that, and there's like two things. Oh, she gave me a gun. That's awesome. Oh, she has boobs. Even better. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dude. Talking about. I can see how you get played so hard by everybody yeah i mean yeah poor snake both naked snake and solid snake they kind of have a one-track mind whether it's the mission or this beautiful woman in front of me uh back to metal gear solid one Mm -hmm. for a change yeah Uh, one of my favorite cheeky little comments that he makes Mm -hmm. when he meets my wings oh i just didn't expect you to be so cute just a right. huge eye roll, but this is one of those things that is very much of the Metal Gear culture or vibe, I guess. That I don't know. But I would say, like with each game, Solid Snake has gotten better with flirtation. Yeah, you think so? <laughs> Give me an example. <laughs> well, in Metal Gear Solid Two, um, I'm trying to remember. Like he meets, um, he was meeting man, it's not Natasha. It's Yastasha. Nastasha, is that what you're? Because she's in the first game. No, like for um, the MSX game, he was meeting someone oh. that it was supposed to be his contact. You. Got her name, and they're they're about to go part ways. And he literally says like, "Hey, it's like that's the kind of thing you tell your boyfriend, you kiss him." 
Oh my like, God. she's just literally saying goodbye, Snake. Ugh. And I was like, dude, like, what Keep the Keep it in fuck? your pants, Snake. Get out of here. Get the hell out of here with that shit. <laughs> okay, oh. so, in comparison, <laughs> I guess his, I didn't expect you to be so cute, is a little better. Well, you know what? It does get worse, because then he's like, compliment Meryl on her butt. Yeah. I think, wait, does he go compliments butt first, then her face? Yeah, I think it's mm. her butt, and then it's her eyes, maybe? Yeah. Oh, and yeah. she makes a point about that. She's like, first you say something about my butt, my eye. Yeah. Yeah, like, Snake's yeah, not really right subtle. Yeah. I mean, he's been living in Alaska for a long time. I guess I can't blame him for slobbering all over the first attractive woman he finds. Yeah, that's the next thing. Like, he was living in Alaska, like, in the same, like, area that Master Miller was. Mm -hmm. And with the whole, like, Master Miller and his love for Big Boss... And I was probably thinking, did he ever possibly try anything? Like, no, I'm not like my father. Oh, you mean Master Miller? Did he try anything? <laughs> yeah. Uh, David? That's a good question. I bet there's fan fiction out there somewhere about this. Oh, there's plenty of fan, there's plenty of fan fiction with, uh, with Kaz and Big Boss and David and Hal. Oh, for sure. And how they become daddies for, for somebody. Oh, this is one thing I, I yeah. specifically wanted to talk about. Uh, typically, I take the noble road. Do not submit to torture. Oh, okay. But but this time, as I've mentioned several times now, I had Liz sitting next to me. Yeah. And her MO was just like, submit immediately. Kill her. I don't care. Oh. <laughs> so, because I wanted oh. to show her the really just kind of, uh, God, how would I describe it? Mm -hmm. ridiculous cutscene at the end when you're riding out of there with Otacon. Oh my god, I figured, yeah. why not? Let's let's give her the Otacon ending, because we all know how the Meryl ending would go. It's funnier to me mm. when it happens with Otacon. It's just so... All of the sappy, gooey... Ha 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 ha! You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. We're getting to running... Oh my god, I can't believe the word. Can you please edit these parts out? What? We're getting to ride off into the sunset. Oh. It's just so ridiculous and laughable, and I suppose that would be the preferred way for me to end the game every time. But I just can't bring myself to submit to torture. Just, it oh, feels really? wrong. Yeah. Yeah, no. Um, I I gave it up to my wife, uh, Mary Jane. I gave it to her. Like I told her, like you know, if you let Meryl die, you'll have the Otacon in, and you get the council. Oh, that's but, right. And, yeah, and I, was, and I told her, like, into the replay with camouflage, and then the other way around, save Meryl, get into the ammo. Mm. And her response was like, you know, you can just get the ammo whenever you want. She's like, they give it to go, you go everywhere. Go invisible. It's like, you're going to go invisible. She's I like, like the way Mary Jane thinks. She's like, smart. submit, submit it. Because that was the point where I was like, that's the other part I was, like, replaying the whole time, because I would get tired. I'm like, I can't do this. I'm not a young man anymore. It is surprising the toll it takes on your forearm. Oh my god. Yeah, and it also doesn't feel like I don't have the original PlayStation controller to like get mm. the vibration and get like <laughs> the healing. That's right, she does. I don't think I triggered that conversation, mm. or does it just happen automatically? It happens, I think, after the first set of, after the first round of interrogation, you go into the cell and then they'll call you. That's right. And they'll right. see how you are, and then Naomi, like, will talk to you about it. They're so, like, well, you know, put the controller to your arm, and I'll massage you. <laughs> I was like, yeah, oh, I God. submitted right away, so I wouldn't have got that. Oh, no. I'm trying. Oh, how'd you escape? Did you uh, use the ketchup bottle? Yeah, uh, so my first 
plan is always to hide under a mattress. And I can't remember if this is the one that it doesn't work. Because I know there's one of the games where you try that and he's like, hey, what are you doing under there? Uh, so this time I remembered the ketchup, but I couldn't remember how to get him to empty the bottle out. Yes. He's like equipping it and laying down. What is the problem? This is not working. So I finally figured out how to do it and it worked out just fine. It's amazing how blood-like they made that ketchup with them. It's awfully convenient. I was wondering if it was Heinz or not. It had been Heinz. You would think, right? The way the shot, See, product the placement the wasn't a thing at the point. I mean, you do never now. know. You would think, right? Um, oh, if you don't get out yourself, you can actually call your number fan, Gray Fox. No shit. And he'll he'll get the door open for you. How many rounds of torture do you have to go through? Oh, I think it's on your third one. Yikes, if you go in first round, it's way third. too much button mashing. From yeah, exactly, exactly. And same thing with Otacon. If you don't use ketchup in time and you bother Otacon, he'll also get you out. Really? Because he makes it a point of being kind of a little bitch about it. Yeah, it, he, he turns around like and goes like, okay, I'll get you out, Snake. I'll help you. Okay, why couldn't you do that the first time, Otacon? Well, it's like, first go around when you, like, leave, he is like, I got the camouflage. And I would say, like, you don't need it. Give it to me. Right? Well, right, if you put that on, I don't know if this is something that's, like, foldable. You can push it through the bars of that little window, like the, uh, invisibility cloak. But mm. if it is, come on, you can't take one for the team, Otacon? Jesus. Uh, so selfish. Let's see. Change. Are you wearing a PlayStation shirt? Yeah. I thought I could just catch a little bit of the PlayStation symbol there. Yeah. Oh, and it's a controller too. That's dope. I like that. I was like, I'm gonna go home and shoot PlayStation. Aww. I actually have the whole place to sell. Um, my wife, uh, my wife Mary Jane. I don't know why I keep saying my wife, Mary Jane. And <laughs> my wife. She decided like it's gonna be a girls' weekend. Like, oh, okay, cool. And then for some reason, I didn't think she'd take our daughter out. So Roxanne oh, stays really? with me, and we get to play Metal Gear the whole the whole weekend. She's like, no, she's coming with us. Oh, damn. Like, so you get to play Metal care. Gear solo. Yeah, so now I'm like here alone. It's very quiet and it's very hot. It's, yeah, it's weird because I'm so used to like hearing anybody, whether it's my wife walking around, whether it's our daughter Roxanne running around with sure. her cement feet for oh my God. somewhere like 24 pounds. <laughs> it sounds like a soldier running around with her. You are so heavy footed. So, what you're saying is Halloween is going to be a great opportunity for Metal Gear cosplay. Yeah, I was thinking about I was thinking about just having her dress up as at least one of the snakes, and then maybe with a box. We have boxes. <laughs> I, I have love boxes that. everywhere. That's so good. I was going to question your judgment mm -hmm. a little bit if you had her dress up as any one of the female characters, really. No, but with like, the way her hair is, I could definitely, she could definitely pull off, like, a or just, get like a, or just get a blonde wig and put it on her. I love like, that. It will be liquid. Please no, do that in some pictures. She can actually pull off liquid because I don't know where she came from. She has like, she has abs. She's buff? Holy shit. Yeah. And she has like these little like riblets on the side. I'm like, where did you get this body? Get it's it, like, You're just a toddler. Like, now it's going to like, you know, she can actually be liquid for Halloween. Johnny, are you actually training her to be a soldier? You can say it. I mean, I wish I, I wish I was. I would literally see her when she's playing around the apartment. She would do crunches on her own. I don't know <laughs> what? for what this reason. Is real? Yeah, for real. I, I'm, I'm going to like Doing videotape crunches. her. I'm going to videotape her and put it in the Discord sometime whenever I get an opportunity. Because she does things so quickly and she sees you put the camera on her. She's just like, nope, I wasn't doing anything. 
Yeah, honestly, it sounds like she's closer to being. Sorry for this name mention. Sounds like she's closer to being Jack the Ripper. It's gonna be a little ridey. Possibly, yeah. <laughs> Alex, yeah, actually. Yeah. I got. I'll, I'll, so many. Even if it's I'll not for Halloween, just one of these days. If you do that, you gotta send pictures to the Discord. Oh yeah. I'm. I'm usually. I'm always on there, and I'm always posting pictures when I get the opportunity. Good for that. Uh, oh. For the for the mantis fight, do you have two controllers or one? I have two controllers, and now I'm realizing what I could have done. That, that you asked say. that question. I was Shit. Say. No, I decided two controllers. to. Yeah, but I didn't think of using them, and now I feel like a fucking chump. No, that would well, have been way better than scurrying over to my PlayStation Two, where I had to like not trip over mm -hmm. the cord and yeah. unplug it from the first controller port. That would have been so much better. No, but you know what? I didn't know either until I looked it up. Because I, I was... That was another fight where... It wasn't giving me troubles, but I put controllers. Mm-hmm. And with the PS3, there's no controller to switch. That's right. How do you do it? They want you to, like, switch the Bluetooth port. Yeah, it's that stupid. That sounds complicated. Yeah, no. And I'm like, no, I'm not doing this. I'm fighting Maybe the this one, guy. The one time where limited technology actually works in my favor. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. So... That's what I was like. I was looking up tips and tips and tricks to like. I don't have ports. I have a PS3. I beat this guy without changing. Some people are like, don't bother changing. Play the game and fight him. But it's so hard <laughs> when he can read your every move. Does anybody listen? Is mm. there anybody that legitimately plays through without that trickery? People do it. What? Not doing it? Not doing trick? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was saying about the statue. Destroy the statue. Mm, that's right. That's mm. what it was. It messes up his. his Abilities to read your moves. Okay. And Maybe usually, if you're struggling really hard, did Campbell call you? No. God, that's, that's weird. Kind of fucked up. Campbell saw me struggling for like a dozen attempts at this fight and didn't even think to offer advice. Oh no. Oh way. no. He he did tell me okay. to change the controller port after I'd already done it, which is not helpful. Well, that's weird. I think if you don't do it and you're still struggling. Oh, no way. I think you're supposed to call him, and then he tells you, you know those statues that have psychomagic mask on? Destroy those. You won't be able to read you. That's a thing that I'm constantly learning while I play through these games. Every playthrough, forget that if you actually reach out for support from your support team, they yep. do offer tips. You don't have to wait for them to call you. No, I just forget like, that that's a tool you can use. Well, it's also like a thing where if you're a current, you know, if you're playing recent games right now, they all tell you what to do and it's like these you know little tidbits and little tips especially with ground zeros and phantom pain it's almost involuntary where you get like someone either cause or ocelot telling you like you know if you do this or you you know stay away from you know the helicopter so you won't me. get killed i'd rather learn the hard way in some of those because that's kind of the mm. fun of the game like i don't know if you were ever a, a zelda player mm -hmm. but you don't get any fucking hints Unless you're nope. you're struggling so hard that Navi starts yelling at you, which I simultaneously love and hate, but mm -hmm. I don't know. I think this has been talked about a whole lot in the game, how hand-holding is a big issue, especially as you progress through the series. Mm -hmm. But yeah, to your point, yeah, they do start to tell you more and more how to play the game. Oh, yeah. I love it. Yeah, no, I was actually right. Um, as the series goes on they'll tell you like what to do or what to look for and i didn't look i didn't look i didn't see it as like hand holding 
when you first play it, like, well, I'm really stuck. What the hell do I do here? Yeah. But, yeah, no, the five is just, they'll tell you. Mm, good to know. And so, I still only made it into, like, I don't know, a couple of the mission into the game after mm -hmm. you get the big hospital scene and you're kind of doing your own thing at Mother Base. Oh, oh, so you're right in the beginning. Yeah, I still haven't played much of that game. I think this will be the year. I think it might. Nice. Oh, wait, the year's almost over. I think next year will be the year. <laughs> oh, yeah, because you know what? The holidays get really... That's true. Yeah, I don't know. Plus, I'm not just playing on my schedule anymore because I'm so adamant about having Liz see these games. I'm not just playing for myself this time. I'm playing to indoctrinate. <laughs> nice. Was that, um, how did that come about? Like, how did you, how did you bring that up? Ain't that come up by asking? Hmm. That's a good question. I think, well, she and I started dating right around the time that Metal Gear Mondays was wrapping up. Oh, okay. So it was already established that this was a series that meant a lot to me and mm -hmm. was a part of my life. And because it was ending the podcast, mm -hmm. uh, I just went through this period of time where I didn't really want to play it. I mm. was just ready for a break from the whole thing. Didn't want to think about Metal Gear for a while. And then I started getting nostalgic pretty soon after it ended, like you do. And like I said in the last episode we recorded together, mm. it took a whole year for me to find a copy of Metal Gear Solid 1. And I'm mm -hmm. not really a person who can just pick up in the middle of the series anymore. I feel like I have to start from Metal Gear Solid 1 and work my way through. So yeah, I just didn't play for a while, and once I finally did the copy, she had been aware that I'd been looking for it really hard, and graciously was like, yeah, I want to watch you play through this. You don't stop talking about it, so I may as well sit here, watch you play it. Yeah. And little does she know, she's in for a very long and maybe frustrating oh, ride. Yeah, yeah. And it ends up being like almost whatever. It ends up like a love affair that like stays with you. As for time sure. Goes on. I hope. I hope it works out that way for. <laughs> yeah, I'm finding once again that mm. now that I'm in it, it's like I have to consistently do it. Mm. It's the only thing I want to do right now. I don't really want to play any other games. So if she's not in the mood to watch me play, yeah, I guess I'm not gonna be oh, playing anything. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I get you. Um, do you get like any back talk? from like when you play because this is what i get this is what i get i'll play it and if i die several times my wife will literally say mary jane would literally say <laughs> um she would say huh i thought you were good at this game oh my god yes she literally <laughs> said those words to me she's like yeah weren't you supposed to be good at this didn't you record a whole podcast about how you played through this game a thousand mm -hmm. times yeah, yeah yeah just wait you play it uh which i did actually hand her the controller yesterday I didn't play very long, but I had just turned the game on, and at first she was like, oh, no, I'm not really ready for this right now. And I didn't, like, did I, did I say you could play? No. <laughs> That's not what it was like, but uh, there was a cutscene happening, and she just kind of grabbed the controller from me, and I didn't take it back. So when the, con not the, when the cutscene ended, I just left the controller with her and let her kind of walk through that first area of Big Shell, which I think is the AV connecting bridge. And I just, it delighted me to see her discover what the game was like, because at this point I hadn't picked up even an M9. I didn't have anything on me. Mm -hmm. So when she got caught by a guard, it was instant panic. And I was like, uh, yeah, now you know how it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you kind of go into that mode where you're the player and you feel like, oh crap, I got to hide. Yeah. Especially if you don't have a weapon. And then 
you kind of take it back. Like, if you watch someone interesting and like the game, why are you behaving that way? Yeah, but until, it's intense. Yeah, as I say, like, until you get behind the controller, then it's like, no, you know. And that's why I think she won't ever pick it up and play herself, because she's told me a lot of times that games with this kind of intensity are not for her. Mm -hmm. She's very much the Animal Crossing, the, like, farming, yeah. what do you call it? Um, Which one? When, when the games you play are just about mining, basically, resources. Resource mining, that's oh. the term that I was looking for. Yikes. I am so having trouble with words today. Uh, but yeah, anything with more intensity mm. than that, just she's not going to stick with. So I was surprised that she gave this game any time at all, but it wasn't a lot of time. So I would be surprised if she decided to play again. I mean, it, it's progress. Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe she... there's a chance that she'll decide to take over the game at some inconsequential mm. part. Certainly not a boss fight, unless I start really struggling with it and she gets fed up and grabs the controller again. Uh, I would say, like, on my end, Jane, she, she's not into, like, very, like, heavily story games. So oh, this is, e even this is, like, a hard sell. Mm -hmm. But she did enjoy the Phantom Pain. Oh, yeah, because that's less story, more yeah, exactly. mission. Because she, she first asked, like, well, what do you do in this game? And I go, like, well, you, you go around, you go on the map, pick your missions, you go to that place, you go by any means, your helicopter or run or horse. So once as soon as I told her that, she's like, well, can you just drop in and just free roam? I'm like, yeah, of course. So she played for like two hours of no Phantom shit. Pain. She's in the Jeep driving around <laughs> and she, I didn't even tell her how to do it. She went through the menu, the iDroid, and started playing the tune nice. from that time. So it, I'm just like, you know, I'm, I'm at one point I was just like doing the dish and all of a sudden I hear Maneater. <laughs> I'm like, why is Maneater playing right now? Yeah. And then I turn around and look on the screen. She's just literally driving around, getting all these alerts because the car is just watching someone drive around with manager blazing. <laughs> and I was That's like, amazing. I, See, I, was, I didn't think. Oh no, go ahead. <laughs> no, I would say like if you get into that, I told her like you can slowly get into this game. Yeah, that game specifically, I would think, mm -hmm. because I think that's the reason I haven't given any time to Phantom Pain because mm -hmm. it's such a different setup, I guess. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm really very into the cinematic quality of yeah. the first four games, first four major games. I know there's merit to the Phantom Pain, and I know it's like the best game ever to a lot of players, but I don't know. I, it's kind of like Death Stranding in that I'll probably pick it up and play for a little bit and put it down for a long while before I play it again. And that's, I was gonna say, like, and another reason uh, Mary Jane might be Death Stranding, he supposedly heard that you Let's see, let's see the outliners. <laughs> and I was like, one of my favorite I, things to do. I looked there and I was like, I don't even know what you're talking about. Well, so she when you're sitting yeah. in his recovery room, mm -hmm. I think, and this is the only thing I'm aware of, so mm -hmm. whatever she's talking about, if it's not this, I'd, I'd be interested to know. Uh, but if you're sitting in his recovery room, mm -hmm. and you know how you can play with the camera angle, I don't yeah. know how much you played it though. Yeah, no, I got I don't think this is boiling. No. But yeah, you can zoom in on his junk, basically, and the first couple times he'll just put his hands on um, over and cover it up and shoot you a dirty look. Mm -hmm. And then if you do it a third or fourth time, he'll get really pissed off and like punch the camera away. <laughs> but yeah, that's the only thing that I'm aware of. That's probably what she's talking about, because I don't, I mean, I'm, I'm five hours in and I got, there's, I got to the point with the recovery room. 
and I didn't know what she was talking about. I just looked at her and go and I asked her like, where did where did you find this? Like, what are you looking at? And she's like, well, I googled it. And like, that's one of the top things <laughs> that comes amazing. in Google. And I was like, okay, it's getting her interested, and she's actually taking an interest in the whole <laughs> whatever you know, works, right? <laughs> Kojima verse. <laughs> I mean, yeah, to people who aren't a fan of mm -hmm. the gameplay, the story, the weird quirks of it, mm -hmm. well, I guess I would count that as a weird. Yeah, at least there are those little bits that can hurt. So if that's what's it, at least you got her interested. I would say for my wife. Ah, uh, my wife. My Mary wife. Ja for Mary Jane. And we, I've told her because she's starting up her own podcast. We've talked about this. So it's yeah. out there. It's not really like news that like will shock people. Her whole family knows that she's bisexual. Mm -hmm. So she'll find interest any means by other sexes and she just finds it hilarious she's like i'm bi she's like how did i get this like i'm hyper scroll and he is like a camel that is interesting and I'll, i would say and i looked at her like you know what how did that happen she's got sexuality enough for but both of you that seems work. like a good pairing to me and also for a bisexual person mm -hmm. Metal Gear's got what she needs. I mean, there's so much per factor in there, mm -hmm. both ways. And that's what that's what got her interested. I I talked to her about the story, thing, but the things that stuck in her head is like the areas of horniness that actually stuck. Nope. And that's the way her that's the way she is. She's very like if it's something sexy or anything, she would remember it. And I go, that's of fair. Of course, you remember that. It's like you don't remember that. You know, Colonel Campbell is really Meryl's father. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> you do remember that Vamp is like there's also a reason bisexual. why called Vamp. Yeah. <laughs> Which it wouldn't be like, oh, he's a vampire. And she's like, no. Didn't you hear it? Because they said he's bisexual. <laughs> I was like, oh, you're right. I forgot. Sorry. I love that. Hey, whatever's bringing people in, whether it's the sexual nature or not. Wow. And I was, was going to say, that's another reason why I was going to ask you about the briefing room. She took the controls of that, and you know how, I don't know if you ever saw it, but you can, some of the briefing um, scenes, you can actually change the camera angles. Mm -hmm. And there's a couple of them where it's free, uh, like, yeah, free room camera. Mm -hmm. She immediately tried to zoom into Snake's crotch. Well, and can you I blame was her? like, I don't blame you. Listen, you, they outfitted Snake with a bod. That was one thing that. Uh, really enjoyed pointing out to Liz mm -hmm. in the second game because there were some upgrades to the visuals. Uh, yeah. And That's Snake's the, booty was one of them. That was the the beginning of. We got to see his booty, mm -hmm. thickness of his booty. Big old donk. I was probably gonna say like you know it's too bad in Metal Gear that you have a grip level. Why couldn't they get a cheek level? <laughs> That's a good question. It's a very good and question. It absolutely it um it sucked that Nintendo took butt. Nintendo took away his butt? Yeah, for the most recent Smash Brothers game, because he's in it, they took away his, apparently his butt was too sexy for the kids. Not a thing. Nintendo, come on. I don't know. I don't know. It upset it upset Mary Jane. Because yeah, we have I'll a Switch it. and she's like, Where's his butt? I'm like, What? She's like, it's yeah, flat man. now. People be identifying Snake by his butt now. As you might identify Meryl. That's funny. <laughs> I mean it got to the point where I think David Hayter was like like going yeah. to games. Yeah. His uh his dummy dick. Yeah. Little meme that he jumped on. That was great. David so Hater. It seems it, yeah, I was gonna say it's things like that where it's like you appreciate like uh even the actor what's going on social. I love that. The memes. How do we get to this conversation but Who knows? I'm know. glad we're here. But we're going down. Uh, <laughs> um I mean other than that, like did you have any other issues like with like cameras or having to like 
hallways the cameras mm. because when you are specifically in the comms tower bit mm. or in a doorway at all getting caught for me it was the men's bathroom as i would try and take out those guards waiting for meryl when you are looking at the doorway and there are guards mm. just outside the door you can't see them so you could be you know t to use an unfortunate term spraying and praying you don't know if you're hitting any of the guards or not. Mm. So if you get stuck in there and they're starting to pile up out of the door, you're kind of fucked. Uh, so that one particularly frustrated me. Um, yeah, camera angles in general. I'm really excited to be playing MGS2 now for that reason. Because you can mm. go into first person more easily while aiming oh, yeah. and, and shooting. There's something else I was going to mention, and I think it mm. was related to Meryl. Oh, yeah. yeah. So speaking of like knocking out versus accidentally choking out mm -hmm. when it comes to the mantis fight i accidentally killed her a couple times because i was just like holding down the square button mm -hmm. instead of the circle button which would knock her out and i accidentally killed her once or twice thus ending the battle and the most frustrating one was after you've already done a bit of beating up a mantis and he takes hold of her again so to accidentally kill her after all of the progress I'd already made was particularly maddening. Yeah, I think the yeah. majority of my problems came from the first half of game, really. Oh, okay. Everything after that was pretty smooth sailing, except for Liquid, which is always a struggle. And yeah. <laughs> one thing that was amusing to see Liz experience was mm -hmm. the amount of times that you think you killed Liquid, but he has come back for more. And particularly at that last scene after you have gone through the shootout in the tunnels when you're both in the jeeps which by the way was also a struggle for me i think i only had one ration at that point too uh, when you finally break out to the outside mm -hmm. i was really kind of watching her for her reaction when he gets up fucking again and she did she did not disappoint she's like is he still alive my good god yeah no i was gonna say i got that in my household mary jane just Every time he came back, like, even after, like, when you supposedly kill him, you take down 9 mm -hmm. and he's back in. And I think it took, uh, probably by the time where he, where you're both shirtless on top of Metal Gear Rex fighting. Yeah. She just blatantly just said, like, you know, he's like the bad guy from Die Hard. <laughs> yeah. You think he's dead and he's back. Ugh. What the fuck? I wouldn't be surprised if there was a lot of influence from Die Hard in this. Um, probably, like, the whole, you know, one man against all the but supposedly like they're terrorists mm -hmm. um i mean building different layout but still you're going through all these buildings all these portions right you are shirtless at the end but much to our delight snake it's like zero degrees out there you're gonna freeze mm -hmm. I mean, yeah that part of music too how everything is about to collapse and autocom's worried about the clothes you're wearing <laughs> yeah meanwhile you have like liquid running around is like probably his nips super hard from yeah, the weather. liquid can survive four or five different battles we'll be fine Otacon. Mm -hmm. just chill yeah i mean other, other, the only bosses that were really like really that were hard for me were revolver mm -hmm. and parts of psychomantic because yeah. the whole you have to keep alive and first you know do you throw a stun grenade or you punch her which one do you do oh do i always straight just punch her i didn't even think about stun grenade that's smart yeah i didn't think about that either because i would actually hit her and then uh not do the combination like i would punch mm. her and I'm like all right she'll knock my puncher once like, oh nope i gotta mm. do the combo she can take some hits surprisingly 
Yeah, and she also like it also like reveals that the nano machines like kept her kept her like emotionally like stunted. Yeah, she said something about like sexual repression, but mm-hmm. then she do get really horny for Snake though, even without Mantis's help. Yeah, because she'll first like refer to you as like a bastard, like you're you're a bastard, just like Mel said. It's true. And when we get to the Mantis fight, she well her voice is like modulated with a little bit of uh, Mantis in it. And she just like yeah, full on tells you like you know she's like hold me, Snake, hold me, make love to me. Mm. And then I'm like what? Yeah, is it true? Yeah, so for the first time playing through that, Mm. slash through Liz's perspective, I am now recalling that when Mantis takes over and Mm. starts talking real horny at Snake through her, that was weird for Liz. She was like, what the hell is going on? Uh, I don't know if she noticed the change in voice or not. It's it's pretty subtle, and if if you're not blasting the TV... You might miss it, you know. Yeah, that's it's something true. that like you don't really, you might not take first try. That's true, and I forget that because I have played through mm-hmm. it so many times. I'm like expecting her to pick up on these things that I am aware of, but mm-hmm. I think that's that's the reason I'm so adamant to play it only when she's willing to watch because you know all these things are not new to me, and I I want to experience some of these things as if I was experiencing them the first time. That's pretty interesting what you're doing. Because you, you actually have so. someone that's like, will, you know, willing yeah, for the first to like, join you on, on your journey. It's nice. I'm lucky. <laughs> and, oh, that's what I wanted to ask. Um, <clears throat> Sniper Wolf's fight, the, the second one, when you're out mm-hmm. in the field. Did they give you any issues? Like, having fighters, like, did you use a sniper rifle or did you just shoot rockets at them? Oh, no, I didn't even think about shooting rockets at them. No, I full-on sniped her both times. Um, yeah, I, the one thing I found really frustrating about mm-hmm. the snipe fight in the field, in the snow field, is that you only have the tree cover. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess that's technically not true, but the other options are shit. So anytime that she would spot me, I would get up and run around, wait for the laser to lose me, and then, you know, post up at the tree again. Uh, but the other frustrating thing is that you only have so much pentazamine. Yeah. And I usually use it up real quick and then just kind of press my luck with whether I'm going to be shaky or not for the rest of the fight. It worked out okay. I think I had to do it three or four times. Okay. It wasn't yeah. too bad. I was going to say, like, no one's a pro gamer. Like, we're not going to... Like, well, not between the, the two of us anyway. On the, not beat the bosses <laughs> on the first try. Oh, hell no, that was me. Like, I lose patience and I kind of like go get lost and I'm like, what am I supposed to do again? Oh yeah, yeah. Mission. Yeah, I'm saying every time I play one of these games, I forget everything mm-hmm. from the last time I played this and I have to relearn it again. So that's kind of fun though, I guess. It, it brings a novelty mm-hmm. to it. Yeah, no. It also like kind of like makes you like look back in past games and like, well, I just differently. How do I remember this part? That's another yeah. part. That's another thing for me. I don't remember this part being this difficult. Am I having a hard time? Yeah, that's true, actually. Some of the fights that I thought were going to give me more trouble. For example, the Auto- not Auto- Ostalot fight. This one was surprisingly smooth for me, as well as that first snowfield experience with the tank and Vulcan. Those ones I would usually get pretty tripped up on, but did fine. And then other fights like Mantis, which I didn't seem to have a problem with years and years ago. I'm now like, How, what the hell? I don't know. I don't know either. I'll say maybe it's because we as we get older, we probably think like, oh, Ocelot fight, that's super easy. I'll beat this guy real quick. And it's like, <laughs> nope, not really. 
Yeah, I always expect that one to be a lot tougher because of camera mm. angle. Because you can't see where he is really well. But I think if you just keep moving enough, mm. running him around, eventually you get him and start taking some risks with what angle you're shooting from. Like, I could have accidentally set off the Simtex or whatever it is a hundred mm -hmm. times, but I, I think I got lucky. Pretty much. I mean, unless there's like anything that you came across in your play. I'll probably think of it as soon as we hang up the call, but That's no, what not right now. Oh, really? Yeah, I was like, what oh, I could ask Tori this. Like, what the? It's like, why did they think of that? And now I'm like, oh no, I forgot what to ask her. Yeah, that'll happen. Yeah. Oh well. I'm not really, say, all organized. <laughs> That's okay. I think organization is overrated in some regards. I like a casual conversation about her. There's so much to talk about that, you know, yeah. you might might not cover things you mean to if you have everything all plotted out. Yeah, no, like, and that's the whole point about this podcast was that it, these are just digital journals of all the people that I'm yeah. coming across and people who I want to talk with and people who I'm hounding to go talk with. Oh, like, yeah? Yeah. Um, there's some people I responded to suggest. Uh, I won't say who. Do you have a lot of their spots? David. David. Nah, fuck it around. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I would say like you're my repeat for as a, like people who've been on po other podcasts, like ho ho hosted and co-hosted for Metal Gear Mondays, you're my first repeat. And mm -hmm. I figured, because you were going through this journey you know, and kind of similarly doing the same on my other end, like my, my co-host, and I was saying myself like, why don't I ask Tori again? Like, I want to get her back on here again. Well, I appreciate talk with, that. Talk with you, see what the updates are, and just, you know, keep the conversation going. Hell yeah. Always happy to talk Metal Gear with you. Yeah, because I, I don't think I have... Yeah, I Metal Gear only has... <laughs> let me rephrase. There's... Metal Gear Solid 1 only has so much yeah. to pull from. Yeah. Oh, last thing. Um, when you had to contact Meryl for the first time, did you, oh, did you have yeah. the original case? I do. I got okh. lucky and scored the, the precious... Uh, much sought after mm. CD case, uh, which is something too that was fun to point out to Liz because, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, you would think when grabbing that disc from Baker, mm -hmm. that's what it would be. You know what? You're not the only one. I I've heard that t that story from so many other people that they think like it's the actual disc in game in game yeah. disc, and it wouldn't be. And yeah, it's, it's very it's cheeky. Kind of, trick. It's kind of funny if you think it about is. it. Yeah, and I think a couple of years ago, mm -hmm. I didn't have this disc. I don't know. At some point, I did not have this disc, and I, I did the sneaky way around it and looked it up online, Wait. which is shameful. Get the, get the information by any means possible, I would say. Yeah, I mean, if you can't I mean, get through the game without it, what else are you supposed to do? You have a case that's way better than what PS3 does. It has, like, a digital instruction manual within the game. Oh, it, it tells you the codec within that manual? Yeah. Because we don't have we don't have desk case yeah, for a digital I guess game. That's good. That's nice of them. But that's the better treat for the experience for someone who's never played this game before. Yeah. Where that's it's kind of like kinda, it tells you like break fourth wall, mm -hmm. and it go and tells you like, hey, you know that case you've got this game with? It's on the back. Check it out. I do appreciate that. Yeah, I kind of wish there were more instances like that as you go through the series. Mm -hmm. It's hard to do that when you have increasingly digital content. And that's where we're at now. It's mm -hmm. mostly digital. So yeah, unless there's anything, Tori, that might be it. I think this is it. Well, thanks for again. Thanks again mm -hmm. for again having me on. <laughs> Jesus Lord, you're gonna have some editing on your hands, oh. or not? 
I probably am, because you know, the way I'm talking, I go like, well, Tori, <laughs> and this is my question. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. I'm no stranger to sounding like an ass. <laughs> so I'm going to say thank you again, once again, again, for coming on to the podcast again. Thank you again for that. <laughs> and yeah, I'm going to like DM you, you know, whenever you get done with two, it's no big rush. Sounds because good. I got to, I have to like dive into it myself for, um, I think it was originally released mid-November, whenever it was, oh, like season one or two. So I have to do that for that episode, my co-host. And yeah, I'm going to contact you and say, like, hey, Tori, you want to jump on again? Weird. I would love to. Some you saw it too? I mean, as long as yeah. there's no bother for you. If it's oh, not no. a bother for you, okay. Like I said, I can talk mm-hmm. about this series all day, every day. Because that's like the one thing where I was like, I hope. Oh, no, not at all. Mm-hmm. I'm very flattered and honored that you would ask me on first and a second time. I would say, like, this is the... Okay, here's another part I've got to tell you. As soon as I went on the Discord and said, like, you know, Tori's on an episode of my podcast, uh, I would say within, like, less than an hour, Sam DM'd me and was like, bro, when am I going to be on? <laughs> and nice. I was like, oh, you want to come on? Like, I didn't think go. about asking you. Good. I hope <laughs> other people are like, hey, have me on. We got to get this blown up. Let's keep it going. Well, I figure since, like, most of you guys, I've listened to you guys for so, you know, it's going to be on two years now. I figure, like, I, I want to, like, you know, if, if it's not possible for it to come on, but say, like, try to get you guys on school to talk with you. Because it's, it's different from, like, hearing you guys talk on a podcast versus, like, me doing this, like, one-on-one thing through Zoom. Getting to, like, get to know you guys through the, you know, about the series that kind of brought us all together. Hell yeah. Yeah, I look forward to hearing from anybody and everybody else who will come on. I'll oh, yeah. be interested to hear that Sam episode. Did you guys get that locked in? Yeah, that's done. That's going to be nice. out. I'm going to look at my calendar real quick. It is his coming out 12 because he has the book on the 15th. So I, I, that's right. I said, like, I'm going to give you a couple of days. Like, I mean, I have some listeners, but it's like, I'm not like a mega upper echelon, you know. Not yet. Muckety muck. But, um, yeah, I was like, I'm going to put yours a little bit earlier, get you out there. And Warren, I have on the team. Nice. And I kind of like, I kind of told him like, hey, I'm going to put you on 15 because like, A, I'm going to go see Amy Schumer in the 60s. Oh, nice. So there'd be no way I can like check my social media or like make sure it's published. Yeah. And then I was like, B, I was like, at least you on my birthday. Oh, there as you a, go. As a gift for me. What a special <laughs> day. Well, happy birthday on the 15th. Oh, thank you. So... By the way these things are happening, I'm probably going to have this one out before the end of the month. Right on. Yeah, so I'll, you know, I'll edit this. <laughs> I'm not going to tell people my calendar situation. <laughs> That's um, fair, but good to know. I mean, unless you want to hear it, it's, it's going to work. Tori, is that fine with you? Sure, you yeah. Calendar information. Sure, yeah. That's a, I don't have any of my calendar information out there, so that's really your call. That's true. That's true. If I just have a bunch of stuttering and stumbling through this episode so i'll let you edit that at your discretion uh, i think i think you're you were better than me like as i'm doing this more and more i'm starting to like realize like well people i have on a more better at this than i am oh as man like that's the magic of editing up. though that's yeah really i don't know the more you have people on the more you may realize it's it's kind of like this throughout a lot of recordings as you try and piece thoughts together mm-hmm. It's really in your hands as the editor how smooth it's going to sound in the end. That's true. I need to get better at editing. Eh, either way, it's. I think it's also nice to hear people mm. having a, a normal human attempt at mm-hmm. communicating thoughts. 
it's more real that way. Yeah. And that's why it's like that's what this is all about. It's about just people talking, sitting down and discussing about the series and you know, whatever else that comes across. You know, the topic or whatever. Oh, yeah. So I'm gonna oh here we go. Thank you again, Tori, and that'll be this episode. Alright, thank you again, Johnny. It's always a pleasure talking with you. Looking forward to the next one. Thank you. Take it easy. Yeah, you too. Bye. Bye.